it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. episode going on and a night attitude happening <laughs> a night attitude as in like we're gonna pass out midway through but it'll be good it'll be really fun <laughs> we'll be loopy wait what time did you tell them to they should listen to this this you is t- our late night show i know so you told them they should listen to it monday night mm-hmm. mm, yeah but also if you're listening to it now just like give us that view and keep listening please <laughs> <laughs> if you already we'll forget on, about us <laughs> if you already committed just stick with it <laughs> A lot of people listen to it on their commute to their work on Monday. So I know. And I always feel bad when I get it out at like 9 a.m. Because I'm like, we, I let them down. I let them t- They drove in silence. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I literally let them down because I have podcasts like that. And like, for instance, the Matt Walsh show, he comes out with it at 3 p.m. around that every single day. And so I know that when I'm doing something or have like Pilates late or something, that's what I listen to on the way there and on the way home. And when it's not out, I'm like, part of me is missing. And that's when you know you have a dependence that's unhealthy. (laughs) And that's when you know. (laughs) And that's when it becomes clear. (laughs) And that's when I'm embarrassed to even admit that. (laughs) (laughs) She just wants you guys to know that she is sorry and she understands that you're let down by us sometimes on Monday morning drives. But I appreciate our unhealthy relationship of you continuing to come back <laughs> even when you're let down. <laughs> Just keep coming back for more. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, man. So what's going on, Meg? Give us a little update before we jump into this heck yes and heck no. <sighs> What's oh, also on? today, sorry to cut you off. I just asked no, you a question. Ahead. I'm cutting you off. We're talking about all the things we wish we knew. Yes. Like things our younger selves should have been told or would have benefited from had they been told it. Um, and some of y'all called into with really good um, pieces of advice too. But well, um, you asked what's going on. I should ask you what's going on because I like haven't heard from you in like... <laughs> <laughs> four days three so days. megan sends me a text we usually text every day and yeah. she was sending her typical like what she would send text yeah and like update this happened whatever right like, what do i say what do i do like which you know, which typical. one do i post yeah <laughs> and um i was off the beaten path in she goes kentucky to me, guys. so <laughs> i called her today in the airport when i was lost and i was just like um, can you read me what you texted me and then tell me what and then tell me <laughs> and then update me <laughs> and then update me because I was like five days behind. So. Yeah. But it was like, just you know when you're staying at someone's house and then it's like 
you know, you don't get that a yeah. long time. You typically would yeah. respond to texts. And then it's like rude if you're just sitting in your yeah. room, like while P- you're visiting, you know, it's like this right. weird. No, like- it's a weird limbo. It throws you off. Yeah. Um, I was telling her though, I was like, okay, so that was like a preview of how depressing <laughs> it would be if you died. Um, because I would just be texting you every day as if you were going to respond, but then you never did. And then you just can't die. So I would just have you text Stash because you would both be missing me. (laughs) Stash, I hope that you have a good eye for what photo to post. (laughs) You probably ask him that. He's probably got some good practice in. Yeah. This is kind of morbid. I don't really like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get married. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one thing at a time. Anointing of the sick off the table. Um to get one sacrament. sacrament at a time. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Over here. What's your heck yes of today? Wait, I didn't update my life and you didn't update oh. your life. You're trying to get out of something. You'll sneak sneak. What do I sneak? Oh, that is a girl. Oh, I did yeah. Whoa, it's a girl. Like, what else do I have to update you on? You have a gender of your child. <laughs> we do. Update, and we don't... we're not letting them pick their gender. <laughs> Shocker, newsflash. Um, yeah, it's a girl. And we're really excited. And I was actually pleasantly surprised with Avery's reaction um, because I knew he really wanted a boy. And it was actually a really sweet reaction to it being a girl. So very happy. How did he Still, react? He was, he literally, there was no... He joked a bit about like, okay, look a little harder. I think I see something. It was like, no, babe, you, you don't see anything. Um, and, and then it was after joking some, it was like, oh my gosh, now like Carrie's going to have a little sister. And my sister-in-law, our sister-in-law is due in December with little girl. And so we're both going to have little girls that are going to be cousins that are like a couple months apart which is so cute because my cousin and I are so close. Um, and I think we're like a year or two apart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that'll be cute. And he mentioned that. And then he was like, and I can still come home and ask, how are my girls? And I was like, no. So <laughs> it'll be really cute, but we have no clue on names. So wow. can't wait to hear them off the pod. Cause I definitely think you do have names in your back pocket. You're just I trying to be do, sneaky, but sneaky. I don't. I have so many names, but Avery doesn't like any of them. That's the problem. Okay, yours are kind of Alabama sounding. <laughs> um, no, the one that we liked and we both liked, and I'll tell you it right now, everyone, because it probably will not be used. And even if it is, whatever you can name your daughter it too, we don't care. Sadie May. I'm like, okay, the more we say that, the more it sounds Southern AF. And I don't know if I'm trying to do that. And then we've got a June middle name and a May mm-hmm. middle name. And I'm like, what's like next going to be October? May's cute, especially because it would have been an M-A-E. Yeah. But Sadie May just sounds, it's the more you hear it and the more you say it, the more Southern it sounds. And I just don't know if I'm behind that. Well, it's because it's the double name. Like you have to say both together. Yeah. But Carrie June doesn't sound Southern to me. But Sadie May is like Sadie May's one word in my head. It's not Sadie May. It's Sadie oh. May. Sadie we May. wouldn't have done a double first name. That would have been way too southern. But I mean, like it just it Sadie does it sound does. southern. Sadie I mean, I itself. like it. I like yeah. it. She probably owns a few horses. <laughs> no, she does not. We cannot afford that. <laughs> but yeah, 
that's the only one so far that we have both said, oh, that's kind of cute. And then the more I thought about it and the more I asked friends what they thought about it, almost always the first thing that was mentioned was, sounds pretty Southern, but that's fitting because you're in Alabama. And I was like, nope, the minute you tell me that, the minute is the minute it's off the list. (laughs) No offense. But I like the two-syllable, like Carrie, Sadie. Yeah. And and that we've like come to terms or we've decided that if when looking at like a first and a middle name, it can't be like Sadie Carey. It can't be two, two. Mm-hmm. It has to be like three and two or two and one or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But and Sadie and Carey are cute together without sounding too similar. But I, don't know. I like it. Mm, not, I'm not convinced. OK, you got to update us. We're having okay. a girl and you're doing what? <laughs> I'm not having a child as of right now. Not yet. Dad, if you're listening, don't freak out. <laughs> um, well, when this comes out, it's Monday the 22nd. So it's the week of Thanksgiving. Um, but we're recording this on November 17th. Earlier today, I just got back from Kentucky. So last Friday, I left for St. Louis. I saw Austin. Oh, week. yeah. Like, yeah. So I literally had like 12 hours in St. Louis. Um, and I saw father crow who was with us in Rome and, um, we went out to like an Irish pub. It was father crow's 29th birthday. We celebrated and so fun. It was good to see Austin's apartment and just make fun of him. And (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you never get it from anyone else. That's why we're friends. That's why you love me. It's because you like getting a hard time because everyone else is scared to do it to you. That is true. (laughs) I'm like, you love me for it. (laughs) And so then the next morning I took my, um, little hopper plane toy plane to Kentucky where one of my partners live and, um, partners is in work partners. Yeah. yeah. Just in case anyone, (laughs) one of my sister wives And so we had, um, filming session and it just felt like family, like the videographer, um, he, and it, he brought his family. Cause we're like, look, look, there's room at the house. They have a little right. apartment in their basement and he brought his family and his little boy and wife. And it just felt like family time, but we were working. Right. Um, That's so nice. Yeah. So it was great. It went so well. We wrapped and obviously like, we can't talk about what's happening because you all didn't sign an NDA, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but some exciting stuff happening by the end of the year. Um, excited for that. So yeah, here we are. So anyways, I did Yay. that. I'm home. And then, um, in a few days, it's Wednesday now, Friday, I leave stash and I, so pretty much stash flies to DCA where I live. Okay. And then I got the same flight from, cause that's his layover. I got the same flight. So we finally get on a flight together. We get the whole family. That's, that is so much fun. That I was know. the best day when Avery and I finally got to do that. And it wasn't yeah. like one of us leaving the other. Exactly. This is the first time we're going somewhere together. Um, so we're going to his hometown. His family has been so generous and are hosting a bridal shower. And oh my gosh. Yeah. So in Pennsylvania. And then from there, I leave for Arizona for about 10, 11 days. 
Um, my aunt and dad live there. So I'll spend Thanksgiving there and stash is joining us for three days. He flies in like midnight on Wednesday before Thanksgiving and then flies out Saturday night at midnight after Thanksgiving. So he's able to the The military military. let go of him for a second. Yeah. Because he complied with their their jabbage. Um, which I'm grateful for because it actually, I mean, we don't need to get into it, but it lets us have some sort of peace to be able to know some way our future aka staying in the military military. which is like the only thing you can determine (laughs) which is the only thing we can control he's still in the military so i'm grateful for that um assurance grateful (laughs) that we will have a job i mean i guess that's true yeah which is a lot in today's life that is true that is true um so anyways i just totally rambled but things are ramping up in my life as somehow I looked at my calendar and I realized none of my weekends are free until the, mm-hmm. like for then till throughout eternity. Um, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. that happens to me every like November through December. I'm always like, I'm going to take it slower this year because I want to enjoy the holidays. Like I want yeah. to do all the fun stuff, do the ice skating, do the gingerbread house making, do all the sweet little family things mm-hmm. and the parades and the light shows. And then mid-November I look at my calendar and I'm getting inquiries from people and I'm still trying to fit people in it's literally like things are happening sessions are happening on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and like just wherever they'll fit and I'm like wait why am I why am I doing this I do it every year and I need to get but out it's of freaking it freaking awesome because you get that it is a hundred percent and I mean it makes like all the things around the holidays possible um visiting people flying to see family flying to see friends getting presents for certain people like all this kind of stuff makes it possible but um yeah really stressed that would be my heck no is i've just i'm just exhausted right now i'm yeah. so freaking tired megan um, i keep forgetting is also growing a child yeah um, i kept forgetting that too until now the child has gotten big enough to the point where i will get like back cramps and side cramps and my back will hurt by the end of the day. And then I'm like, wait, I'm really tired at two o'clock. And then I'm like, oh yeah. With Carrie, I literally would take a nap every single day when I was pregnant with her because I had no other responsibilities (laughs) because COVID had hit. So like work was slow. Except for making dinner when, you know what I mean? Like getting dinner ready and doing chores. Uh Uh-huh. So I've also had that awakening that I'm growing a child. So, <laughs> I mean, 12 weeks, about time. No, 2018. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm like halfway through pregnancy. Oh, I knew that because 12 weeks was your first. Oh. I know. I know. When how I went to the anatomy scan, I was like, one, how has it been this fast? And two, I'm halfway done. I have done no preparing at all. Are you okay? So at this point you're freaking out because you're nesting, even though you have all of Christmas and still have to get through new year's and everything before you even have time to do nesting things. Yes. Okay. Yep. And I I have an entire like birth course to do that. I want to do that. I like want to devote mental energy to, because I know that that's important come the day you give birth and uh, I won't be able to do it until like mid January, late January. You bought it though. It's like a collaboration with a birthing coach, but yeah, sort of. So instead of going on a date night, you and Avery should get a babysitter to stay in and then you guys should order food and then do the birth course. 
we could, but it's not, it's like a birth course for my mentality. Like, it's not like, it's not one where we practice things together oh. and go through it together. We need to do the Laura, her name's Laura, right? Dr. Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need to do, do her course. Yes, you do. It's $30. But, yeah. Which is like so worth it. That's Maybe a good we'll do that thing. tomorrow. It's so great. Dr. Laura Schlesinger has, um, how to, I forgot what it's called, how to feed your husband or something like that has nothing to do with food. Um, but it's pretty much like how not to be a psycho wife and be annoying and Mm -hmm. like pretty much how not to push your husband away by women, like just thinking, being selfish and thinking about themselves. Which I also had the thought of today. And I was like, if I can't look at myself and look at places that I could be doing better, then there's no chance for growth. And then I just become stagnant and then it's not healthy. Yeah. Like, there's no I don't awareness. Right. There's no well, and awareness. if I can't be called out, uh-huh. like if I, if Avery's going to say something and be like, Hey baby, you've been saying this a lot lately. And it's kind of making me feel like this. And instead I just shut down in my head and I'm like, how dare you? I'm so exhausted. I'm doing this, 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 and this, and you're going to say that right now, then I can't even like take it in and grow. And then I just become even more like pissed off and frustrated. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So I was just talking about this over the weekend. It's like so many times you hear women be like, and he went hunting or like, and he got to the, went to the bar after work and like got some times with his friends, but like, when's my turn? Like, when's my turn to do that? It's like, we can't do tit for tat. Wait, tit for tat. (laughs) Titties. (laughs) Wait, what is it called? I don't know. I don't know. We can't do, but I like (laughs) I like that we can't do tit for tat. (laughs) You better freaking leave that in there because this is a late night recording. You Uh, can't do tit for tat. I don't know what the saying is, but we've never been good at these, you guys. We've never been good at them. Um, Idioms is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, I've never been good at those, but I kind of forgot what I was talking about. Please remind me that you can't keep um, score. Cause it's so, com- you get then competitive. And yeah. then also, I think we forget too, like if and Meg and I, we've talked about this before is like, oh, when husband's at work, like we're just like, oh yeah, he's working, especially in the military. Like, oh yeah, he's with his buddies. Like that's hangout time. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, it's, you just associate it with, you are out of the house. You are out of the mess. You are away from the kids. You are away from responsibility. And Therefore, so we think yeah, it's it fun. equals playtime. Yeah. Yeah. So then you don't get extra playtime, even though they've been working hard Actually all day working. <laughs> and you, yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah. And then they get home from work. What happened, this is what Dr. Laura talks about is they get home from work and they're like pretty much throw up all over their husband. Like you didn't do this. And here's a kid I've been gone or you've been gone this whole day. Here's a kid. And yeah. like, I didn't have time to make foods. Just grab whatever you can. Here's cold leftovers. And it's just like, he yep. is not welcomed. Like we talked about yep. Megan, the best advice we've been given is like, drop everything and welcome your husband when he comes home and act like it's the biggest deal yep. of the day. Because it yep. is. Yep. Yep. Literally like have been just, making yeah. that a uh, thing lately. Yeah. But yeah, that has been They feel what like a burden. Because it's yeah. like, I just sat there and provided yep. for you all day. Now I get a cold meal and I get shoved a kid. Yep. I get no, like at least 10 minutes to just decompress from work mode right. to family mode. And now right. my wife is yelling at me because she's been stressed all day. 
Right. Exactly. And that has been my past week of like wrestling with it. And then Mm -hmm. at certain points, like actually verbalizing it and then feeling even more crappy because I either just raised my voice at my kid because I'm just frustrated about her clinging to my leg for the uh-huh. 800th time today or for I'm even more frustrated because I like said something snappy to Avery and then I'm like uh, I hate the way that made me feel I hate the way that made him feel and now I'm looking on all the things that I've done wrong and I'm not doing right so then, and then mom guilt sits in and then mom guilt sits in it's just a whole freaking thing so that's why a date night is on the agenda this week and why Dr. Laurel has been called into our home is welcome. <laughs> she needs to come. He's over. ringing the doorbell Thursday night. If you can't find a babysitter, Ava or Carrot's going to bed early. You guys are yeah. ordering in food, and Dr. Laura literally, is on. Literally. Yeah. So, yep. Wow. It's gonna What's be good. Heck no. Um, we're still doing these. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we're at right now. It's late. It's late. It is late. <laughs> okay. Well, before I say my heck no, because this, this is my it's it could kind of. Kind of fun, can't talk. Kind of a funny story. Um, <laughs> how's the Japa? Because we freaking love them. I was just looking at their website and they have like cute gift sets that come together and they have a beautiful white, like stucco kind of love. smooth cross that is looks so like magnolia target. Oh, um, but like more luxurious. And then it comes with a house of Japa candle and it's just like two great pieces paired together. And it's such a lovely and thoughtful gift, whether it's for Christmas or for a hosting Thanksgiving gift, whatever it is. Um, but there, the cross is actually handcrafted by an artist in Poland. So even if you have like, let's say you have a Polish, like, you know, Mm, Polish family member. There we go. (laughs) It's cool to be like, look, this is like hand created in Poland, and like, yeah, that's a step up from Magnolia for sure. Oh yeah, not made in China. So, um, (laughs) unless your family is from China, then it's cool to say (laughs) it's handmade in China. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What's the code? Know. Do we have a discount code? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. There's also these really okay. cute heart stud earrings, like sacred heart stud earrings, and they're gold and they come in a cute, like pink purple box and they're freaking cute. So, anyways, house of Joppa, H O U S E O F J O P P A dot com. Um, house of Joppa on Instagram and use code HECK15, H E C K, all caps 15, no space for 15% off and all details in the show notes. All right. So, my heck no. <laughs> Get into it. I was, I'll set the scene. I went to this coffee shop. Uh, so, pretty much, I got off my little toy plane that sits six, six, I can't talk. Yep. That sits six, seats six. Wow. And you can sit so close to the pilot that you can massage his neck if you wanted to during the flight. Yeah. Did you ever want to do that? Um, no, I didn't no, actually. I just yeah. didn't feel the urge this time, maybe <laughs> next time. So we get off the plane. I go and get a cappuccino and a bagel and everything bagel. Okay. And I pay for important I get it. details. 
Right. And I tell them like, they're like, you want it toasted? I'm like, of course I want the bagel toasted. Right. Yes, please. I want the bagel toasted with the cream and cheese. So anyways, the bagel, they send it, hand it to me. It's wrapped in tinfoil. So in like then in a bag. So I'm like, oh, oh so it's probably been toasted then because it's keeping the warmth in. So yeah. then I go and walk to my gate. It's like mile away. And I sit down and the bagel has frost inside of it. It's frosted, frosted. It's a cold frosted bagel. It tastes like it was what frost bitten and <laughs> i i could have broken that thing on the ground i could have chipped a tooth um mm-hmm. did i eat it yeah i ate it i <laughs> sure, sure thing i freaking ate it did i take it Spent back no, twelve dollars on it <laughs> didn't take it back because i already had my laptop and headphones set up and i was already working away yeah. i had my already had my wi-fi linked up because you know that takes about 20 <sighs> seconds too long to do and when you really want that wi-fi in an airport you're like it couldn't go any slower yeah um, so anyways, ate the cold bagel and then, um, I, I got to my gate three hours later cause I had this long layover in Ash. It was great though. And get to the gate. I sit down and start working again. Cause I got to get like 15 minutes early so I could keep an eye on my flight, you know, you know, like the <laughs> you never know what they do. Yeah. yeah. And so this lady, I sit there for a peaceful two seconds until this lady sits down directly next to me. She opens up this thing. That's pretty much just onion just onion and she's just like chomping on these onions so loud these raw onions and then she pulls out her phone and starts playing youtube music i don't know what language it was but on it was like a super old kind of like android android google phone so it wasn't like a good speaker it just felt like it was blasting like buzz out of it and she didn't have headphones and she was completely unaware of everyone staring at her and her disrupting the entire area, like, mm-hmm. like 30 people working on their laptops in that area because right. it's right. like a working part of the airport. Right. And she's just completely unaware, chomping on her onions. Then she pulls out this new box and it looked like purple Play-Doh that she was eating with her hands. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't care what you're eating. I don't care how you're eating it. I don't care what the heck you're doing, but you should get headphones because this is so disruptive and inappropriate. Um, and if people are like, oh, they just complain about everything. Like this is such first world problems. I'm like, no, this is just etiquette. And because right, this co- is I think- and I think just because of COVID, people are so unaware of like what you do in life in in public <laughs> settings, and like That's or true. you just were never taught. But this is like so basic. Like I would right. never, it would never cross my mind to be like, yeah, I'm gonna play my music so loud, loud because I'm assuming that every Everyone person around me it. wants a beat to every type they take. To yeah. every letter <laughs> they type, they want a beat to it. <laughs> They want to beat yeah. every time they send, send, send on their email. Mm-hmm. They want to, they literally want a theme song to their hour of work. Never <laughs> in my life have I assumed that. Never. <laughs> and I just kept staring at her and I wasn't going to, that's on me. I thought about saying something like, you were hey, like, wait, I just caught myself in my own I know, <laughs> like I should have said something like, hey, this is super disruptive. Do you mind putting headphones on? She'd be like, no, I don't have headphones. I'm like, great, just turn it off. Feel free to eat in silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, literally though. like, oh, no problem. I like, sometimes, sometimes I like to eat in silence too. <laughs> <laughs> I also just stare in silence on planes, so... 
Oh yeah, I do that. Pretty yeah. good at it if you yeah. <laughs> if you try. But it just blew my mind because everyone was on business mm-hmm. calls, like stuff like that. And like business calls, one thing, like you, everything just drowns out, like people talking. This is like, uh, yeah, po- like polka music or something mixed yeah. with like EDM. I don't know. I don't oh, know geez. what's happening. But that Play-Doh, I swear it was Play-Doh because you know that smell of Play-Doh? Yeah. It's a certain smell. It is. It oh, that's like so that. weird. It smelled like that. When I was smelling what she was eating, it brought back so many childhood memories. <laughs> <laughs> because your memories are attached to different senses and mine they are really are. hyper-attached to smells. And so when I smelled that Play-Doh that she was chomping on, I was like... like uh-huh. One time when I was uh, six, I tried that same Play-Doh. And didn't like it enough to bring it to an airport snack on, but it was bright you, purple. Girl. I should have looked at her teeth. Probably wouldn't have been purple too, but oh, moving on, moving on. I don't know where we're at in this. Episode. What we wish we would have known. We wish someone would have known. We All wish. Right. What do you <laughs> wish you would have known? Someone would have told you. <laughs> what do you wish someone would have told you? Right. When I was younger. Um, that my parents love me and you'll be glad they were so strict someday. And you'll be able to pinpoint the friends of yours that did not have as strict parents that probably enjoyed their childhood more or whatnot because their parents weren't as strict. But now you're looking and comparing and you're like, oh, I'm very glad my parents were as strict as they were yeah. or had the morals and boundaries that they did. And I will have the exact same ones times 10 on my own kids. <laughs> It's true. Like you wish someone would have, would have said like, no, they're doing this for your own good. And like, obviously you kind of know that because you're like, they don't hate me, but you wish you could have like had a vision forward or had like a cool Mm -hmm. old girlfriend tell you like an older girlfriend be like, no, right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's a good one. That's a uh, really good one. I also think, um, one of the things I wish I would have been told earlier on in high school is girl good girlfriends are hard to come by seek them out invest in them and don't ever assume that they know how much you need them or how much you like lean on them and appreciate them in your life um because I've got like I could count on one hand the good girlfriends you included that I have to this day that I know would be there at the drop of a dime that I can tell anything to that I can whatever and I wish I would have known the importance of that earlier on yeah and like Versus convenient friends, like yes. put time into like the few good ones versus trying to get a group right. of being friends with everyone. And being popular and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, I- or or just being too focused on like boys because mm-hmm. I feel like it was one or the other. You either wanted like the approval of everyone around you or you were just so focused on who you were dating or who you were talking to that girls, your girlfriends kind of fell to the wayside. Mm-hmm. I had girl, I had people I know from high school that they date, they were dating a guy into college and they either went to the same college or to different colleges, but yep. they had this relationship and it held them back from making any friends yep. because they were either always traveling or they only paid attention to their man. And then they broke up sophomore year and they have no friends Yep. because you're focused too much on yep. man until he becomes your husband and he is not above any girlfriend. <laughs> Probably, I guess fiance. Well, okay, yeah, but at that point, you've, yeah, you've committed verbally to be with them forever. Yeah. Now you just have to commit physically and make some vows sacramentally. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I guess fiance would be 
an exception as well. But that's a really um, good one. I also wish I would have been told to own who I was and what I love earlier on in life because I think I played it 50-50. Um, I tried to convince myself I was a tomboy because that's who athletes are. And soccer girls do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't want to come off as like too girly or too feminine or like who's the girl in the flowy dress or who's the girl with the camera or owning that I was super creative and didn't want to work for anyone because people would have been like, oh, how are you going to make a living? You just can be an artist and sell like a, your... a striving artist, suffering. Artist. Right, right. Exactly. Um, and so then I look back now and I'm like, I wasted however many years playing half of myself to people around me just for the sake of like, being like they won't like that side. I'm making right. a decision for them that they won't like. They that won't. Side. Yeah. And then I've missed out on creating relationships with people who would have totally loved the a hundred percent of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So totally. That's a good one. I see you have here first year marriage actually isn't the hardest or at least it doesn't. Happen. Yes. I wish, so there's a couple things that I think people do tell you and I wish someone else would like refute it because I think so many people are told, just wait, that first year of marriage is the hardest. Make sure you guys like work on communication and stuff because that first year of marriage really throws people through the loop. And I don't think that's the case for almost everyone I've talked to that I'm close to in life. Mm-hmm. But it also just doesn't have to be the case. It's the same thing with like, oh, we'll just wait till you get nauseous in your first trimester. We'll just wait till you can't sleep in your third trimester. Oh, we'll just wait till your whole body aches postpartum. It's like constant, like just wait for doom. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, I wish. Just wait till you have your second. You right, know? right. And you really won't get any sleep. And it's like, I'm already not getting any sleep. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I just wish someone would refute those more often. Um, The motherhood ones, I had a lot of really good sounding people in my ear refuting all of the doom and death and gloom about motherhood Mm -hmm. and pregnancy. But the marriage one, I was the first one of my friends to really get married and everything. And I think I just heard this whole like, your first marriage is going to be the hardest. And it was actually one of the most fun for Avery and I. And it was really, it was, I don't want to say effortless because nothing worth having is effortless but it was just easy. Like it just made sense. Everything just fell into place finally for the first time in our lives. I don't know if it's because we were long distance our whole time dating that we were like, this is the biggest gift ever. Um, I think there's something to be said for not living together beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's good and it doesn't make it harder. It makes it better. Um, But also I think like, let's say you were saving sex for marriage. Like that's supposed to help with the transition. Like that's the way God made it. It's like- that's supposed to help with the transition of like two becoming one, like, yeah. And bringing you that much closer to someone than you've ever been with anyone in your life. Mm -hmm. Like that's yep. He's not dumb. Yeah. Like it's there. (laughs) Like it's in the right order for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, because you always hear stuff like that first year is the hardest. I'm like, in my mind, it would be like, that's not the best year. Like, uh uh-huh. It is a hundred percent. And I think too, like people always said, oh, we'll just wait till you're out of the honeymoon phase. And I think that's a choice too. Yeah. Like I it think is you choice. get to choose that. It's like, okay, well, it's been like three months. I don't really get butterflies anymore. So I guess I'm out of the honeymoon phase. I feel like the honeymoon phase really took off 
when we got married, that whole first year was like so freaking fun. And there's still moments in our marriage now where I'm like, we're still so smitten with each other. And so like in love with each other, <laughs> we're still in the honeymoon phase <laughs> because we chose to be. It's a choice. That's like saying, yeah. just wait till you stop trying. I mean, maybe that's right. naive of me to say, but like, you know what I mean? Right. Just wait till well, you let is. yourself go or just wait till you right. stop caring. Right. <laughs> and it's not that it doesn't get hard. Like it's definitely gotten harder. And I'm speaking from a place of like complete exhaustion right now. So of course I'm like, it just gets harder. It does. Uh-huh. Um, but it also gets better. Like I was reading this book, Sex, Substance, and Style, I think is what it's called. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think I have that somewhere. I never it's read pink. it, but it's, yeah. Yeah. Catholic I picked it up from my bookshelf. Yeah. And was reading it during Carrie's nap time at one point. And I was talking about, there was one um, chapter on sex. And she was talking about how sex has actually gotten better through the years co- prior to, or contrary to what everyone else has always said. Um And I think it's so true because if you do everything in the right order that God has laid it out for us because he does love us and he wants the best for us, it really does get better if you choose to put in the effort and if you choose to make that decision or make that your goal as a married couple. But again, everyone's like, well, just wait till you've had a kid and then sex is never the same or just wait till and it's like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> let me make the cho- like yeah I, there's yeah certain things where you're like okay i understand you're trying to like give me tips right like, people typically me- say it out of like a place of love because i guess they maybe had like an over um expect overly dramatic expectation of what their life was going to look like and i guess maybe it doesn't and so they're trying to like forewarn you i i don't know but i so heavily believe that so many things so much of what your life is, is chosen by you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is. So. Yeah. I love that. I don't That's know. another one. Let's go through a few more. In the um, voice all voice. lingerie isn't inherently slutty, sinful, evil. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I thought that my whole life until I got married. Um, also, one that I always laugh about is I wish someone would have slapped me across the face when I was like in college and like dreaming of having a future family. And I would see parents in like Target or Panera or whatever, and their kid would be like on the phone or some, I don't know, there would just be some parenting decision or something happening that I would witness and instantly like judge them for and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be that parent. Like, I'm not going to parent like that. I Uh wish someone would have slapped me so bad because now I look back and I'm like, you're so ignorant and you're so immature. Like, you have no clue. Sometimes it's just survival mode. Sometimes there's a reason. Sometimes the kid is sick. Sometimes, you know, (laughs) like sometimes mom just wants to have a five minute conversation with her friend that she's at Panera with without her kid talking to her like you know like shut up Meg you have no idea you have no clue so I wish someone would have done that because I laugh all the time now when I pull out Coco Melon at Panera because I'm there with a girlfriend and Carrie is sick of eating but she's not gonna run around because she will surely get taken by someone because she's friends with everyone I pull out Coco Melon and put it on the table so I can talk to my girlfriend for five minutes and I always laugh because I'm like and then you're the person Junior with year, the Meg. live music happening all over. <laughs> no, actually, she just gets to watch the screen because I understand that everyone around me doesn't want to hear peas, peas, it's time to eat your peas. Yeah, no <laughs> one wants to hear that. <laughs> so, 
Thank you. You're you sparing us the all, screen. truly. You're sparing us all. <laughs> That's a really good one. We have some voicemails too, but <laughs> some girls called in. I'm getting hot. Like my cheeks are getting rosy. What like I had happening? a glass of wine and I didn't. What is happening? Um, that would have okay, been wait, fun. Okay, wait, first, 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 Catholic Company. Yeah. So we actually are getting sent stuff from Catholic Company right now. I can't I'm wait so for it to come. I know, I'm, I'm going to so have to get excited. it when I get back from Arizona, but okay. um. I really got stuff for men's gifts. Like I pretty much had stash pick out things because I wanted to see what like men would want, you know? Right. Cause we and, share so much about women's stuff on here all the time, but most of our ladies have men in their lives. Right. Exactly. So he picked out a St. Michael statue and it's really freaking cool looking. Is um, it where like St. Michael was like standing on and like slaying the dragon? Yeah. Uh-huh. Satan. He's like standing on like Satan. Yes. Yeah. It's really cool. I love and that. then the other thing he picked out was the daily Roman missile. So okay. it's like you have a boy in your life, a man, husband <laughs> that like desires to go to the daily mass. Did you burp? I hiccuped. Sorry. <laughs> I just want a clarification. I don't care. Sorry, know. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that like desires to go to daily mass or just like have like pretty much the daily Roman missile has like all the readings for the entire year and everything in it. Um, so yeah, it's super great. It's a great gift for a man. It looks like, I don't want to say it looks masculine, but it kind of does. It's like leather and looks all professional with like the gold edges and stuff. Yeah. Um, or even just like a St. Joseph rosary or a St. Michael, um, necklace, like that has like the St. Michael charm. Like I know a lot of guys that wear that or like a more metal necklace scapular, um those are all so great so getting ideas right now yeah and it's like (laughs) so cute you know it's like you're thinking about them and their faith um but you can use code heck h-e-c-k for 15 percent off catholic company we love them they're family owned out of north carolina and they're just the sweetest so we love supporting them um cool so what are you gonna say about voicemails we have a couple girls that called in with their own advice that they wish they had been told um when they were younger oh wait I have a few I forgot oh here it is okay sorry I only have one thing I'm a little off today I only have one thing um I wish someone taught you like how to do taxes yourself and yes um taught you that like if you pretty much are have your own LLC or like you have um your independent contractor mm-hmm. you should always put 30% of what you made aside for taxes because one year I didn't do that because I forgot and then I was like screwed over because it's like you owe a few thousand and you're like oh, yeah and you're, you're like you know crap yeah so like putting 30% aside that I wish I would have known that or just like known why or known how, like right go to or how I understand that a little bit more yeah um like those kind of like non-book smart things like to me that's more important than like geometry for sure I don't need to know the circumference of this circle (laughs) and the radiance of like Jimmy's ball um I don't need to know that the radiance (laughs) radiance 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 (laughs) the radiance 
No, and like, I was just talking about this with our videographer. I don't need to know like how many apples Sally took. And like, when she takes away this many apples, this many falls off the tree. No, I want to know that when Sally takes out hundred grand in loans, how much she has to pay back every month for the next 20 years compared to how much she's going to make. That's what I want to know. I don't want to know how many apples are left over green and red. Pick your, pick your poison. I don't want to know that. So anyway, I mean, Sally doesn't need to know that either. Sally needs to know about what she owes. Sally needs to know how she just signed her life away. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Sally needs. She doesn't even know she needs it until she's 23 and finds a man. And that man's like, oh, you have a hundred thousand dollars in loans. No, thank you. (laughs) That's what Sally needs. You tell anyway, her. I'll tell Sally. Sally, if you're listening, I'm sorry that we're making fun of you. Okay. Voicemails. Here yes. we go. Hey, Cecilia and Megan. This is Lori from North Carolina. And I'm calling in with advice that I wish that I had been given when I was younger um, or things I wish I had been told. And I have two, so I'll try to keep them short. Um, I'll go in chronological order. So when I was well, my house burned down and my family, like how we, my parents wanted to rebuild. So we like, we're rebuilding the house. All this stuff went down. So like we, as five kids and my two parents wound up actually like building most of the house, like not most of it actually, but like finishing, finishing it um, because the contractors were being sketched. And so like laying hardwood floors and like painting and like caulking, molding and like whatnot, sanding all the stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was incredibly hard. I mean, I was like 13 when that was going on and it was really big strain on my family. And I don't know who I wish would have told me this, like whether it be my, it probably should have been my parents, but maybe even if it had been like an older, um, person at my high school, like on the campus ministry team or something, just like saying you're strong, like you are doing something that honestly you should not have to be able to do. Um, and like people, I, I think of this also with people who are struggling with like against chronic illness or like in some other, if your parents are getting divorced, I'm not trying to put situations in people's um, minds, but like, I'm not trying to call people out, but I feel like they need to be told that like, this is not something that everyone has to go through. And it actually is hard. Like just validating that this is really hard and you're very strong just for living through this. Um, secondly, this was way more recently. This was like a couple years ago, two years ago, maybe I was college. Um, and I was going through a really bad breakup and met a really nice guy and like just started texting him nonstop, blah, 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 in between phase, it's the worst. And I wish that someone, one of my friends would have just told me like, quit texting him, like focus on your female friendships, like female friendships are so important. But since I um, was young, I never had really consistent female friends. So I was like, eh, like, who needs them? Like, not in a mean way, but like, I really had them, I'm fine, you know. And now, um, that guy and I dated and have since broken up. And honestly, it would have been way better if we had just been friends. And if I had prioritized friendships. And so now, as again, a newly single person, I am prioritizing friendships and resolved prioritize friendships so that is my advice to my younger self bye love the podcast dang girl it's like she heard you on the first one prioritize friendships i know seriously someone would have called her out in a relationship which i think is huge because i think a lot of times that's one of the hardest things um for girls 
to oh, see yeah. you called out in any relationship. Because they take offense so. to it and have so many excuses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Why he's a good guy and why you're giving him one more chance and why you just want to, you know, wait it out for another few months and see if he changes and how yeah. he'll, maybe he'll stick to the word this 20th time. And like, <laughs> it's like, no. um, but also what she was saying to begin with, like, you don't know what's quote unquote normal until you hit an age and you have the realization based on like, you know, you know, a little bit about your friend's mm-hmm. lives. Like, oh, wait, you didn't do that. Like that didn't yeah. happen to you. Like yeah. That, wait, you didn't have to go through that. Yeah. That was yeah. only me. What yeah. what I went through that I thought was normal isn't normal. Mm-hmm. There was so much of that in my life where I was like, wait, that you you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's such like a mind blown. It and- is, and it's also. I remember, I think I've told you this before. Junior year of high school in like sex ed or health ed or whatever it was. We're doing this stress test and you check every box that relates to you in your life. That's a seemingly stress inducing situation. Um, so it was like, you move to a new school, you move to a new home, you leave a state, you say bye to family, say bye to friends, you get, you join a different sports team, you lose a pet, you lose a loved one, all this stuff. And I'm checking box, checking box, checking box. <laughs> and then at the end, you total it up and it tells you like your stress level is normal or your stress level is super, super high. Here's some things you should probably do to like handle that. And my stress level was super high, but I didn't feel stressed. And so I like raised my hand and asked my teacher to come over. And I was like, did I do this wrong? Like, what? I don't think I did this right. And he was like, are you a military brat? And I was like, yes. And he was like, you're fine. I was like, what? <laughs> but it was one of those things where everyone around me was like, yeah, I uh, maybe lost a pet. Or they're like so stressed and they checked one box. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, everyone has a different, I mean, it's not anyone's fault because it's just the, the card you dealt. Yeah. Right. And so it's what you've been like built up to handle, I guess, um, from a young age and what you think is normal. But I agree with her, like words of affirmation are so hard to come by nowadays because everyone just assumes you're fine. Everyone just assumes like they've got it worse. Um, and Yeah. I wish that people just did that in general more often. <laughs> so I agree, like I, how I see it is like, it's a scale of crappiness. Like I dated someone who pretty much was given a lot, like he was older and he still had his parents' credit card and like, yeah. he didn't have to pay for college. Like he pretty much has had a really cushy life his whole life, which that's the card he's been dealt. Right. But like, let's say he, someone gave him the wrong Starbucks order on his yeah. scale of what's gone wrong in his life. That's pretty high up there. Yep. Like that Starbucks order going wrong is pretty high on a scale of what's fine and what's gone wrong. Because let's say yeah. of what's gone wrong is like, he didn't get into college the f- freshman year, but he got into it. The right, the college he wanted to be like, he didn't get into his Ivy league, his freshman year, yep. but he got in his sophomore year. That's yeah. the worst thing that ever happened to him. So then on the scale of, you know, being great to worst thing that ever happened to me is not getting in my freshman year. Getting my Starbucks order wrong is pretty high. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Versus That's a good like, point. You know, versus like me, like, I don't know. I just have a different scale. And so Starbucks order wrong is very low. Like didn't even blink an eye, you know, right. very low right. on the scale. That's not his fault. It's just like you were dealt a different scale. So your yeah. perception is completely different. Yeah. I posted something on my story today about, um, 
what the highest stress level comes from. And there was like four options and people could choose which one is the worst level of stress for them. And it was card debt, credit card debt, uh, job or work-related stress, um, daily inconveniences, and moving somewhere new. And mine is credit card debt. I hate it. 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 But I had someone message me and say that they're in psychology right now. And they were just learning about how daily occurrences actually are one of the highest levels of stress for most people. And I was like, what? That's like the one thing you can't control and it just happens and you just got to roll with the punches. Like it makes like me think what, of the like Starbucks order. Late or, okay, no, like flat yeah. tire, like microwave broke, like Starbucks orders wrong, like just daily things that Traffic, go wrong. Yeah. Right. That's like the highest level of stress for people. And I was like, what? To me, it's the stuff so that follows you around, like credit card debt that you chose to get yourself into. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's where the stress is. But it makes me think of your whole analogy with the Starbucks order. People have different tolerances when it comes to that yep. stuff. And if the worst that's ever happened to them is a flat tire, then that is detrimental to their day. You know, because I used to get really ticked. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But then I took a step back. I was like, in the time of his life, right? Years that he's had, this is a really big deal. Yeah. And like, I can be insensitive or I can see it on his scale. Right. It can be insensitive and push him away, or I can see it on his scale. True. And I mean, I don't think there's ever anything wrong with like gaining perspective. (laughs) My dad made sure to let us know every time he came back from a deployment, how well we have it just because we were born in America. Um, but I do think there's something to be said about being understanding and like cognizant of that too. Right. Obviously Starbucks order, you just be like, dude, whatever, get over your life, (laughs) but I'm talking about in other areas, like some, something could be a big deal to, to another person. That's not a big deal to you. And so you have to respond at the sensitivity as if it was like you were, had that same like crappy right. scale, right? Crappiness scale. Yeah. Does that make sense? A crappy that scale. Sense? Crappy yeah. scale. Never um, that before. Yeah. Um, before we jump into the next one, Meg, you want to chat about another sponsor Lauren. we've had a few times, but I just literally got, I opened a package from her this morning or when I, got uh, home. yeah. Cause you just got home to it, huh? Yeah. So Lauren from when beauty met truth has a Black Friday sale coming up this Friday through the Monday. Um, it's 50% off sale. It's a 50% off sale store-wide. Sale. No code is needed. And this um, kind of sale only comes twice a year during this Black Friday sale and then her Christmas in July sale. So this is something you totally want to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll tag her account and her Instagram and website in the show notes. Um, you can receive free shipping when you use code heck. Yeah. H E C K Y E A H all caps at checkout. Um, if it's an order within the U S so not only can you get 50% off, but then you don't even have to pay for shipping. Um, one of the things that she sent me that I adore and I already had it printed from somewhere else too, but I like get this quote for all of my mom friends, um, was this quote from venerable Joseph Cardinal, mind sensi senti i don't know how to say his last name (laughs) but i'm going to read it off real quick because it's super super good 
And the most important person on earth is a mother. She cannot claim the honor of having built Notre Dame Cathedral. She need not. She has built something more magnificent than any cathedral, a dwelling for an immortal soul, the tiny perfection of her baby's body. The angels have not even been blessed with such a grace. They cannot share in God's creative miracle to bring new saints to heaven. Only a human mother can. Mothers are closer to God, the creator, than any other creature. God joins forces with mothers in performing this act of creation. What on God's good earth is more glorious than this to be a mother? And I was wow. like, wow, we were just told by this venerable <laughs> that the angels like, haven't even been blazed with the grace, with the grace, with the grace to create life like we can, um, which I just think is so beautiful. And sensing me, Minzenti, 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 I don't know what that. Venerable Joseph Cardinal Minzenti. Yeah. But it's a beautiful print with like a um, boho neutral vibe kind of illustration of a mom and baby. And it's really cute. Um, And she has two mom prints on her page right now. And they're all 50% off from Friday to Monday. So she also has these adorable prayer cards where it says like, I prayed a rosary for your intentions. I will continue to keep you in your prayers. Like snail mail people love, like I love sending snail mail. Um, There's also one like, I pray to Novena for your intentions and I'll continue to keep you in my prayers or a mass has been offered for you and your intentions, or I offered an hour of the of Eucharistic adoration for you and your intentions. And it says like to, from date time. And it's just really cute on cute cardstock so with an image and you send a cute note with it or like a letter. Like that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, but what were you saying about their black Friday sale happening? It's from Friday through Monday and it this is Friday? this Friday. When this comes out, it'll be this Friday. Oh, okay. Actual Black Friday. Actual Black Friday through Monday, 50% off store-wide, no code needed. Only code you need is heck yeah in all caps at checkout for free shipping. I freaking love it. Awesome. Know, so I love generous. it. When beauty met truth and it's on Instagram, you'll find all the links in our show notes because mm-hmm. we just love supporting these businesses and these ladies. So so next voicemail, it's a good reflection. And then it's also a question I get asked constantly in my DMs. I don't know if you do too, Cease, but um, what to do when either your in-laws or your own parents aren't supportive of your boyfriend engagement, soon to be wedding, yada, yada. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Hey, Cece and Megan, I'm calling. um, This is only my second time doing this. I never, never do this. But I just wanted to thank you both so, so much for your podcast and for what you do. To be honest, when I first started listening, I was, oh, geez, here we go. Where's the catch? Where's the, you know, the the unorthodox, the doctrinally unsound stuff? And the more I listen, the more I have um, obviously been proven wrong that y'all are great. And I appreciate everything you've had to say. Um yeah, I guess so. It's a half question, half story. Um, so my fiance and I got engaged. We talked about it. We prayed about it. Um, yeah, and I just I loved I loved him obviously. <laughs> but um, one of the difficult things for me has been that my mom has been very opposed to our engagement. Um, I grew up in a much more traditional family. Uh, we went to almost exclusively to the Latin Mass growing up, the extraordinary form. And, um, yes, there's, there's that difference, I guess. But also my mom doesn't think he's mature enough, doesn't think he makes enough money, which I 
obviously completely disagree. Um, but that's been a really hard trial for me, um, that my mom would, uh, would be opposing me so much after I've prayerfully considered and prayed about this and thought about this and considered the negatives. Um, so yeah, I guess my question is, what advice would y'all have for, uh, for people who are engaged with, you know, conversations with your parents, but also with like your future in-laws, you know, I'm really lucky. His mom is fantastic and super supportive and, uh, I love her to death. But, um, I mean, I love my mom too. That's not exclusive. But yeah, what, how do you, how do you go about telling your parents that, you know, I'm sorry you disagree, but this is my future spouse? Or is that even something you should have? Or should you be like Pierre Giorgio Fassati, right? And just like, no, my parents won't agree, so I should just not marry this person. That's a real rambly question. I'm sorry. Anyway, thank you all so much for what you do. God bless you both and your families, and I hope I hope it continues to become a great and beautiful world thanks to your podcast and the truth that y'all share every day. Thank you so much. God bless. I mean, we are DS over here. We are. So, and I appreciate yes. um, proving people wrong. So yeah. thanks for letting us know we did that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sorry. If you guys missed the episode, DS is doctrinally sound. We have lots of yes. acronyms here. Um, yes. But I guess the first thing to start with is like every choice we make has ripples. Mm-hmm. I don't like to call them consequences because it doesn't mean it's necessarily negative, but every choice we make has ripples. Um. So what, when you made that decision, what are the ripples and what does that mean for your relationship with your family? And can you live with that ripple? Can you live with it? Yeah. Um, I'm not here to tell you one way or the other, but look at it from a very logical standpoint and in, this is the reality. This is how they will act. This is how they will be in my life for the rest of my life based Mm -hmm. on right now. This is how distance they will be or how involved they will be. And am I okay with that? Yeah. Um, hear them out. Like, you know, oftentimes we don't want to hear what people have to say when it's like going against our relationship, but like, what is the why? I know you said, you know, money or whatever. And like, if it just comes down to, you have different views, like then it's different views. I would be like, yeah. I mean, you have different views of what I need, but if it comes down to like, no, he's bad for you and he's going to hurt you and he's manipulating you, that's yeah. a different story. Yep. Agreed. And I think too, one of the things that I always thought about when dating someone is that it's a decision I'm making, or I guess when I was deciding whether or not to marry someone, it's a decision I'm making, not just for myself, I'm making it for my family, my relationship with my family, like Cece said, but I'm also making it for my future kids and their future kids. Like this is a generational decision here. So like Cece said, it's, I mean, it's something you have to weigh the ripples of, because I'm not going to sit here and tell you to just break up with them because your mom said so. I think there's a, there's a difference between honoring your father and mother. And also, I mean, you've said you've prayerfully discerned this. And this is your future at this point. So I don't think it would be fair to say just dump them because your mom disagrees. But I don't know the depth of this situation like you do and your mom does. And also I would say like, this isn't just your issue. Like this is you and your fiance's issue. Yes. Not that is this a is, very You know good what point. I mean? Like he should actually desire your father's blessing. Yeah. If your father's in your life, you know. 
Like yeah. he should desire the father's blessing. And so there should be some, not stress, but some weight on his end if he didn't mm-hmm. have that. Right. But this is also his responsibility. Right. I agree. That's a very I, good point. I'm glad yeah. you said that. So that's the other thing. Like he should desire the father's blessing. Um, and also, I mean, this is just a logistical thing. If your family was going to pay for your wedding, chances are they're probably not paying for it <laughs> anymore. True. You know, if they don't approve of it, they probably won't. Um, right. But. Which maybe isn't a deal breaker for you, but it's also just something to consider. <laughs> also consider like if you need external validation that you're doing the right thing in yeah. your heart, it might be telling you that you're doing the wrong thing. True. I was trying to figure out how to put that into words. Cause I think sometimes we get into those situations where what someone's telling us goes against what we're doing and it's affecting us so much that there might be a deeper reason why. Because if, yeah, exactly. Cause if you're like, no, I'm so confident in this decision, you wouldn't be second guessing the decision. That's true. Oh, this is a good conversation. We should do a full episode on this. I'm glad you called in and I'm glad we're talking about this because like I said, it's so common in my DMs. Like, was your family for it or against it? What did you do if your family was against it? And here's the other thing too. We never gave them a reason to doubt our relationship or to doubt our potential or our future marriage. Not saying that you're giving them a reason at all, but I think sometimes it's super easy to be like, we're doing nothing wrong. What are you talking about? Instead of actually reflecting and being like, okay, what ways have we, in what ways have we given them the ability to doubt us, to question us, to whatever. And are they valid? Mm-hmm. So, and like, is your fiance trying to provide? Cause it seems like money is something like, is important. he trying to provide or is he just chilling without a job? And your mother sees that and is like, Oh, what's going on here? Like, obviously right. I'm just throwing things around, but like, we don't know details right. here, <laughs> but the natural desire for a man is to provide. And if he doesn't have that desire, then there is something wrong there. Agreed. Um, but then I also look back in my life and there's certain guys I dated that my dad didn't like, and he never told me until we broke up. And Same. I wish I just would have asked earlier because then I would have broken up with them a lot earlier. Right. Like, right. If I knew the answer my dad was that. did the same thing. Why did they do that? It's like, they Thank know goodness. that we're not going to get married to them. So they're just like, well, I'll just let them learn. From no, yeah, really- we would have wanted to date them even more if they said no. True. Yeah, That's a good they're point. Smart. They're smart. Oh, um, they're cunning. I wish I just would have asked earlier. And then with Stash, I was like, okay, like, I want to know what you think because you know me best. I'm not saying you are the end all be all, but right. I want to know because like, I don't want to get further down in a very serious relationship and you are still keeping your opinions quiet and right. you don't think we're good for each other and you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, it does matter because they know you best. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to decide, are they doing it out of what their views are and like who they wouldn't marry? You know what I mean? Or are they right. doing it because he's literally going to harm your well being? Um, right. So Yeah. Um, getting second opinion is good, but when we're really confident about things, we don't need to search for other opinions. True. And on that, good night, folks. (laughs) And on that note, um, next week, 
Oh, my beauty counter, beauty counter, black Friday sales still going on. Um, it's 15% off site wide free shipping site wide for over 50 purchases of 50. And if you're a new customer, you get 20% off with code clean for all 20, all caps clean for all 20. Um, and then yeah, we're going to be chilling. Oh, next week I have on my girl Maraid and we're talking all about charting cycles. So we're super excited about that, but call in our hotline at 312-775-2615. I have no idea how long this episode has been. I have no idea how much we rambled. I'll have fun editing this knot and we will see you next Monday (laughs) on the Wednesday Egg Podcast. Bye guys. Hi guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.